Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. Welcome to the Draft Doctors. In our recent listeners survey, one of the key findings was that they want quality over quantity. So tonight we're giving the listeners exactly what you wanted. It's out with the old and in with the new young hip crew. It's just the two of us tonight, and with me is everyone's favourite doctor, Cam. How was your weekend, oh. great one? <laughs> That's a solid stitch up. Uh, been been really good, and you know I was coming in to, to tonight, you know, really excited to record. I got to watch a bunch of footy this weekend. Went to the Q Clash. Excellent. Uh, you know, saw the cats get up over port beforehand. Ooh, good game. Really, yeah, really good week of footy. Uh, and, you know, last week of regular fantasy football as well for a lot of leagues, including my own, so running into the finals. And then you you came onto the group chat and you're like, I'm going to be a bit tipsy for this one, lads. And I was like, fuck yes, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> and and then Steve and Jono bailed and now I'm just stuck talking to this old rambling like bloke that you are. So, hey... Yeah, I, I think Steve and Jono basically said uh, uh, a piss stato. We want none of that. No, I, I'm I'm only yep. three beers on in. As soon as everyone else started bailing, I thought I'd better settle down and make sure I can get through this. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just be potting in the background, just having a bit of a laugh. But no, I got some responsibilities. So I thought I better look after everyone. Uh, a big oh. shout out to our new listeners. Unlike Steve, we care. Um, it's all the long-term ones we hate. Um, so what did you notice on the weekend, Cam? So it's actually from the Bombers-Pies game, which was excellent today. Uh, but the Pies put out one of the lowest scores uh, of the year from a fantasy perspective, total team. Score is 1250 uh, in AFL Fantasy. And the player with the highest score is Taylor Adams with a mighty 82. Wow. So really... Yeah, really poor, and two, about 270 points shy of their season average, so a fair duck under. What I thought was really interesting is just going back and looking at, I thought, well, maybe it's the Pies, maybe they're trending down, you know, but actually it's the Bombers are really restricting their opponents wow. from a fantasy scoring perspective. Yeah, so their last four, the Pies today, 1250, Suns last week, 12.76, and they usually score 14.14. Lions, 13.41, they usually score 15.40. And the Swans, 13.98, and they usually score 15.33. Wow, that's significant. It is pretty significant. There's a couple of hundred points uh, most weeks of a swing. And just coming into fantasy finals, and actually it seems distributed across the team rather than just one position as well. So it just might be something to watch out going to fantasy finals. If you're looking to stream someone, maybe consider not streaming players against Essendon. North, Giants, Port and the Tigers are their next four. No, fair enough. And and I suppose if you, you actually think about it, club sense, they were really struggling and they were under a lot of media scrutiny at the time. And maybe this is the reset. And you hear great coaches talk about if you're going to build a really good team, you always build defence first. So you build defence mm. and then you add the attacking flair and it's the attacking flair once you've got a really good defensive basis that actually gives you uh, an opportunity to succeed. So obviously that's what's happening there. Um, interesting stat and well done. Uh, who were they, their run again? I heard North Melbourne 
who'd put uh, Adelaide Giants. Who was the other? And Tigers. Tigers will be in your fantasy final. Well, I think there's probably only two clubs out of that that you you probably have a lot of players, which will be uh, yeah. G- GWS, of course, uh, and probably Port Adelaide. But uh, even they're sitting on the ground um, for fantasy-relevant players at the moment. Um, just what I've noticed, and, and it's a case of this happens every year, to be fair, so it's more an observation in general. Um, but this time of year, clubs start to experiment. So they're either reviewing their list, so they're, they're planning for the, for the following season. So they want to see if a few of these young bunks will do a ride in the midfield. Um, or they're looking for that X factor for final. So you need to have to look at Papley has been slowly building mm. into that midfield in recent times. You're just reviewing the mix. What else can we do? So some of it's by necessity and others by design. So what what's going to happen here is we're likely to see a fair bit more of this uh, over the next few weeks. So this time of year, especially during finals, you need to ensure that you have a streaming option for every single one of your lines because you don't mm. know what's going to happen you need to cover, especially if you've got clubs like West Coast, North Melbourne, um, a lesser extent, Essendon, but those type of clubs that are unlikely to play finals. So um, that's what I've noticed, but mm. I will say that that happens every single year. So it's let's... happening at the moment just with... Uh, just. Of note, Isaac Cumming, the last yeah. three weeks. So he's gone 60, 93, 60 or something, I think, in the last three. It just seems he's maybe playing a bit more accountable than he was, but yeah. Yeah, and, and the other one I noticed today was uh, Callum Brown um, moved into a slot yeah. in defence. And actually, looked, that's right. besides one awful mistake that he made when he dropped the mark in the goal square, um, he looked really solid. Yeah, he did. And and that's probably another, another thing eating it. Coming score, to be honest. And and another one um, that's actually happening in the game that's currently playing. So we're recording this uh, at about 6.30pm uh, um, Eastern time on the Sunday. Wynn Hager has got a tagging job on Tim Kelly, who we might mention oh. a little bit later on. Is that what's happening? That's what's mm-hmm. happening. So there you go. There's a young buck being given a task. So uh, Windy himself has got 66 points, so this is at three-quarter time, and Tim Kelly is just smashing the competition with a massive seven points on my field in two of my uh, competitions. So uh, Me too. He's lost me my week. Absolutely thrilled with that. But uh, any bad day for Tim Kelly is a good day for Jack Redden. So I think I've got them both in those competitions, so at least Mm. one's going well. All right, well, let's get on to the waivers, Cam. So uh, take us through who you have in a shallow league. There's actually heaps this week. Uh, So there's Will Snelling, 43%, averaged over 80 last year, and he's now, I think, three games back since his long-term injury. Um, And he's starting to tick up, so he scored 94 today. Looked really good. Tackling pressure was there, which is where he builds his score, so... Um, would kind of expect him to be a, a really good stream option in the weeks coming forward. Uh, Blake Hardwick is still at 68%. He's averaging 96.7 over the last three. Now, with, isn't uh, that a remarkable change? Because um, yep. a, a lot of people would have drafted him early because last year I think he averaged 83 around that mark. Um, yeah. and, and this year you've got a real accountable role. So 
Who's come into the defence to free him up? Do you know? So it, someone's gone out. So Jarman Impey is playing forward. Right. Okay. Yeah. So so it's a pretty, pretty big. It means that he's able to distribute a little bit more, like he did last year, which is um, playing to his strengths a little bit. Uh, the other one you almost can't ignore it anymore. Robbie Fox. Yeah. Seventy percent owned, averaging a hundred over his last three. That's remarkable. <laughs> Dude, it's unreal. Uh, Ed Richards, 63%, dropped a ton this week, 87 for his last three. Um, Lockie Young, uh, the, there's always going to be a lot of ball going into the north defence line, so his, I guess, floor will be quite high uh, while he's got this role. So 78, 85, and 85 for his last three. Um, Bradley Close, 69%, uh, 81 in his last three, and the Cats have like a pretty good run for his role to score well going into finals. it's uh, They've got the Dogs, Saints, Suns, and they finish with the Eagles. Yeah. So there's a potential that, you know, he could be a bit of a differentiator. Easily a good stream option in all of those games. So it's it's really go Cats except for Dangerfield. Oh, yeah, pretty much. He's washed. Um, mm. And, uh, yeah, for your deeper league, probably... I'll, I'll just go through my shallow and then, then we'll hook into the deepers. Uh, so just got three to add. So Charlie Dixon, 77% owned. He's averaged 86 in his last five. And the main reason for that, not only does he uh, play reasonably well forward, but he's actually sharing some ruck time. So him yeah. and Finlayson are the ones sharing that. And it's just give him probably about a 15-point bump. So that's worthwhile. Be mindful um, that you've got Tickle coming back through the SANFL. Um, be interesting to see if... Uh, Scott Lysette gets uh, back up and running. And I think the main thing that will determine that is whether they're uh, really in the frame for finals, whether Lysette comes back. But I'm I'm pretty sure that they'll be keen to have a little bit more look at Tickle just to find out. So moving forward, is he the, the ruck forward option? Uh, Curtis mm. Taylor, 58% own. He's a forward that's had a slight change of role. He's got 73 average for his last five. So what I, what he's doing now is actually spending a bit of time on the wing. Um, but I think he'll keep his forward status. So someone to keep an eye on for next year. And last but not least, uh, Ned Reeves. So 68% uh, owned Ruck. He's certainly playing into uh, a spot in their 22 longer term. Uh, scored quite well out of four or five games last year. The last two he's given us an 82 and 70. Um, and he's actually putting a bit of pressure on the scoreboard as well. Kicked two goals uh, last game. I think two or three in the previous one. Um, so he's certainly finding his feet, and I think he is worthwhile. Do you like Ned Reeves, Cam? No. No? What about a keeper? Uh uh, no, I'm not. I'm not very bullish on him. Okay, fair enough. So let's move into our deep leagues camp. Just got one. Uh, we'll Just a few Twenty-eight. Yeah, easy one. This one. Um, he's been doing really well in the VFL. Finally got the call up this week. Uh, dropped a hundred and one. Pretty, pretty handy. He's probably not going to score that high every week, but um, as a, you know, the, the midfield waivers are pretty thin. So if you if you're in dire need of a streamer, grab and pick him up. Yeah, and and the interesting watch will be how Sam Walsh pulls up. 
So we've, yeah, correct. we've seen plenty of players um, actually hurt their ankle, uh, get it restrapped, get an injection, go out, play the rest of the game. Lockie Neal did this earlier. Was it this year or was Max it last Warner year? as well. Uh, must have been last year for Lockie Neal. He's yeah. played every game this year. Um, but uh, we'll play out the game and then all of a sudden you find out they're gone for four to six weeks. So The Cindy, yeah. 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 So Setterfield would really come into play if we find out that uh, that Walsh is out and I think Chera will get a massive bump um, once he potentially is out as well. Did did Walsh already do a Cindy this year? He is certainly he did. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I think that's where the concern was. Now, he may have just rolled it, but... But obviously, uh, you get a sharp pain in the ankle after you've missed four weeks previously with Cindy. Um, all of a sudden, you'll be worried. Um, his mm. reaction when he got interviewed was, you know, I carried on a bit, but you can understand why. Um, yeah, for sure. There's uh, not too many people that are more concerned with the health of their feet than Sam Walsh with the amount of ground he covers. Um, so my deep, um, Jack Gunston. So we know him as a really good scoring forward back in the day. Admit he had a, an easy opposition, but 118 this week, only 36% owned. So talking about those streamers, he's one worthwhile to have. Uh, Jimmy Webster, 31% owned, defender that's averaging 77 in his last four. Um, really impressed with Michael Hibbard's role uh, in the Melbourne defensive line. He's got a 76 and a 75 out of his last two, just 40% mm. owned. And seeing our midfielder is so thin, this is a stream only, but Camden McIntosh, the boy from Pinjarra, 48% owned. Uh, and he can be a bit up and down, but uh, he's got three scores over 85 in his last five games. So worthwhile stream, mm. one of the few that um, can actually put a bit of run on the scoreboard. Um, now, Cam, it is a bit late in the season, but do you have a trading target for this week? Uh, well, I was thinking about maybe Jordan Ridley, depending how um, Mason Redmond. Yeah. Is. So you'd have to go a little bit early, but... Uh, yeah, if you're struggling and, and Mason Redmond, I think it was a shoulder, he uh -huh. did, got subbed out. So yeah, it could be a good one, to, a good time to pick him up. And he scored pretty well today as well, uh, Ridley. In memory, at 82. Yeah, he's, he's had a few good scores the last couple of weeks. So it's uh, it's nice to see him moving on. We, we all thought mm. that uh, Kelly coming in was just going to free him up. But unfortunately, it really hasn't happened, um, which is a yeah. bit sad. I've actually got a a trading question for you, Cam, because this Ooh. man's sort of been, he's sort of on my mind a little bit and he's just that dirty for owners right now. And this is thinking of a keeper, Matt Crouch. Matt Crouch. I knew you were about to say Matt Crouch. Would you go there? Uh, in a keeper? Yeah. 100% I'd go there. Oh, and a keeper. He, he'll he'll leave at the end of the year, I would have thought. But is he going to be one of these players that leave and it plays out the same way? Maybe. But, but you're not going to have to give up too much to see. It's sort of like, you, yeah, I mean... His price asking price would have been massive if it was two years ago. Yeah, correct. So, so I can That's imagine what... their management will be wanting something reasonably sizable, mm. where in the reality, 
he's probably, you know, a, a Fiorini territory now. Yeah, yeah, correct. You, you never want to go full Fiorini, right? No. Um, but yeah. but Will, but I, I Will Brody couldn't sure get a game that. with Gold Coast. Yeah, correct. Yeah, neither could Jared Lyons, right? So yeah, um, it's weird that, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, not good. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, let's get into the awards now. Junk time, Cam. Who you got? <clears throat> it's Robbie Fox. Uh, Fifty-one in the last quarter in a game that was well over. He took his. He doubled his score. Wow. Well. Yep. Um, I think we need to tip the hat to Hugo Hagen. Um, talking yeah. about such a big, big game, 53 points in the last term um, and effectively won them the game. And see, this is why it's not junk time. That that's He's winning the game, right? Like, that's yeah. a conte- huge right. contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there is a junk time and one that really annoyed me because I don't own him in everything and everyone else seems to own him, and that's Sam Doherty, 55 mm. points the last quarter. Yeah, good call. That's yeah, probably that was, okay. That was junking it up. That's prop, proper junk. All right. Well, let's let's get to the important two. Um, so let's let's shit the bed with Amber. Yep. Uh, who, who you I got? reckon. I reckon both of the next two are coming from the same game. Ooh. So I'm going to go Tim Kelly for Amber Heard. Shit the bed. Zero at the half. Negative three at the quarter. Yep. And then he managed in the third quarter to get his way up to ten. And then at the start of the fourth, he gave away a free. So he's on seven at the moment as we're recording this. That's remarkable. Complete, yeah, completely shitting the bed. Can we we do? And and look, I agree with Tim Kelly's got to win the prize, but um, Noah Bolter needs to be mentioned and and played a good game, mm. but. Um, all he had to do was lean back and score one point, and he had thirty seconds to sum that up. It is a proper shitting the bed, and like you got a feel for Noah Cumberland, right? Oh yeah, like, I, I see. Oh, man, that 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 one, that one um, is just a split second decision. It's not as if you got thirty seconds to think about it, manage it, keep your eye on what's going on, keep an eye on the shot clock because the. At the end of the day, the umpires weren't going to do anything until it got to the thirty. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I felt for the young kid, and and the worst thing is, um, and he'll learn from that. He he would have known that he could have made the or should have made the distance with the booming kick he's got. It was late in the game, of course, as mm. we know that that's always a little bit tougher. But all right, let's go to ball adjacent. Ball adjacent, I have, uh, and look. In progress still, but into the fourth quarter, uh, Josh Battle mm-hmm. has uh, just the five disposals for t- 20 fantasy points. I, I have him in two leagues, and I haven't oh. fielded him for ages. And I just looked at the matchup and thought, no, I've just got to put him in. He'll get me a 70 at least. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Might have a few losses yep. this week, just on the last game. Anyway. So, anyway. Uh, it's probably... He might he might tick up, and if he does, it's probably Jesse Motlop. And and a tip of the cap to uh, Doss's favourite player, the man that gets a game ahead of Fiorini, uh, Sean Lemons, uh, four possessions playing out the full game for sixteen points. Mm, very good. Yes, good tip of the cap. Now we might move into our listener questions. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks very much for Steve for putting that up. 
Uh, so first, Ninja Spoon, no question, just appreciate the content. Uh, so do we, that's why we keep on doing it, was listening on a flight back from Malaysia. Hope you had a good time. About the pancake punishment for cheeseburgers. Yes. Quality content, lads. Much love. Thanks, Ninja. Very good. Yeah, um, mind you, you're one of the people Steve loved, but we hate the long-term listeners. God bless you. Oh, yeah, long-term listeners. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sparksy uh, did send Steve a DM. It was a long one, and uh, we'll just share uh, Steve's reply, which he did put on Twitter. Just replied, read your story. What a prick. Uh, moving on to Steve Canton. Um, evening Stallions. We can't be talking about us. No. Um, obviously, that was meant for John Owen and Steve. Uh, I'm into the grand final. Um, oh, can we just actually, sorry, we'll get back to your thing, Steve, but um, can we mention John O's weekend? Yeah. So um, shout out to John O and the family. Obviously, um, young mm. Bub's eight, eight weeks old, I think, now. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, the much better person in that relationship uh, was involved in a, a bit of an accident uh, over the weekend. Thankfully, um, she is fine. God bless her. Um, but uh, unfortunately, the vehicle involved uh, is going to be a write-off. Um, so just a fair bit of love to Jono and the family. Uh, hope all gets recovered and we know how much of a pain in the ass all that work needs to be with the insurance companies, mm. et cetera. So we wish them all well. So back to your message, Steve. Just wanted to say stallions again. Uh, into the grand final um, with a deep bench and waivers and free agents only available for the last two teams. That's a nice little quirky rule. So mm-hmm. last two teams can get the waivers and free agents. Um who are the long-term injured players, guys expected to change teams or take a huge leap that I should snap up for next season? So who are you thinking might be um, breaking uh, out as such, Cam, for next year? I haven't put too much thought into it anyway, uh, to be honest, just trying to limp towards the end of this year. But... Um... I don't know. I I really do like uh, the guys like Hobbs. I think he looks tremendous. Archie Perkins as well. Um, Chesser will be interesting. So he's been injured first year. We haven't seen mm-hmm. him. Um, There's a great opportunity to break out. Um, what about mentioned Matt Crouch before? Like yeah. he's probably probably he's probably not in the waivers, but you could trade yeah. for him maybe. But. Hunter Clark's one, um, yeah. averaging fifty-four. I expect him. I, I, I probably assume he's not on your waivers, um, but he's certainly one I think is going mm. to step up. You'd have to think someone like a. So when David Mundy retires, which surely is at the end of this year, um, someone like an Erasmus, might yeah, tick up, uh, and so probably a good opportunity there. And I think a quiet one who's going to be a really good fantasy player at uh, Fremantle is Johnson. So hasn't played a game oh, yeah. yet. Um, he'll be just sitting there clear, no interest by anyone. Um, whether it's his third year of where he truly breaks out might be the question. 
Um, mm. Expecting it this year, and he's had a few games, but Thompson Dow, um, I think, is mm-hmm. one. I think Paddy Dow is on the, the shopping list as well. So if you go Dossie yeah. Dow boys, um, you might be in with a with a um, a show there. I can't think of any anyone else off the top of my head. Um, what about the young midfielder forward at Brisbane? So they've got a bit of ageing midfield now. De- Devon? No, uh, Devon Robinson certainly is one. Uh, Ellis, uh, Eli Smith? Oh, I don't know. So he's on. it's his third year on the list and he hasn't played a game yet. So it's probably... And they were hot on him the year before, his second season. Big body midfielder. Um, yeah, and I think he... I think he was a top 10 draft pick or something. Like he was a, some ridiculously high pick. Yeah. And, and, um, and yeah, I just don't, don't think, uh, I would, he'd be the last out of who we've talked about that I'd pick up. And, and you're sort of thinking from that cam that there's just too many ahead of him now. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. So hopefully we've given you a few, Steve. Um, so from Matt, um, Pies2211 is his handle. Uh, apologies for the lengthy question. Um, in our league, there is a cash prize for the league medal. Oh, okay. So the league medal that's awarded through the ultimate footy bit is a cash prize if you own that uh, player. As it stood yesterday, Laird would be tied with Mills. I put Gus Brayshaw on the bench, worried he would outscore Mills, robbing him one or two votes. Have I brought bad karma on myself for finals? Wowie. <laughs> what do you think, Cam? Nah, he's fine. Um, but, yeah, it's a bold choice just to win that award. I wonder what the cash prize is. Yeah, the, uh, we want more basic. details, Matt. So so uh, follow us up for next week so we can find out how much cash you uh through uh, into your pocket, that'd be lovely. If it made, if it's less than twenty bucks, um, I wouldn't be ditching any player on my bench. No. <laughs> they can get you another win. Um, but good luck with the finals, uh, Bruno. <sighs> this one's for you, Cam. I fucking hate fantasy football more than danger hates getting a touch. Yep. What's I mean, going on there? It's washed. It's cooked. So uh, he's he's probably done. And when he does get a touch, he just like by foot, man, it just gets worse and worse every game. But he's never been the one to you know. Um, yeah, he was. He was never an elite skill player. He was actually uh, elite at getting the ball in a contested way, uh, yeah. breaking lines, and uh, creating a bit of havoc. And of course, fantastic mark. Yeah, but. He doesn't really do the fantastic mark thing anymore. He pretty much isn't doing the in and under and extract type stuff that he was so good at. And he's not doing the line breaking anymore. So How old is he? 30, maybe 32. Wow. So, uh, yeah. But but maybe because he's had a few injuries, um, he's just not at his best. If he gets a full foot... Full preseason, does he pump out another big year for us? No, I wouldn't think Ooh. so. Yeah. Written off by Cam, and there's no man that knows Geelong players more than him. 70% time on ground. 
And what was his score? 33. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'd be interested to see how many CBAs he got. So that'll be the yeah. interesting point. So it, it's it's tough when you're a little bit older and you've been missing games through injuries and he might be playing with something still. Um, who mm. knows? Um, let, let's see. Um, and this is probably his last hurrah at trying to win a flag too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so from Big Red, uh, Ben King returning from a knee, same output as Levi this season with better upside long-term. So two questions there. Benny King, do you expect him to have the same input as Levi um, from this year, Cam? I think he'd be much better than Levi. I probably agree with you. Um, and better upside longer term? 100%. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree, and um, we're seeing it with Max King as well. Um, yeah. And, and the, the remarkable thing, and I'm always hesitant, I always say a, a ACL's a, a two-year injury, and that generally is the case. But you only have to look at Jared Witts this year in, in one of the tougher positions to actually have an ACL injury in, mm. and um, he's just smashing 121 this week. Remarkable. Yeah, I I think with the King brothers though, like even though it's more upside, for example, in Casbolt, it's probably not going to end up being a fieldable player anyway. I, I find it hard to believe that he'll put rosterable scores up consistently. Really, that's interesting. I, I would have said uh, the if they're fully fit and at their best, they're you know seventy seventy five averaging forwards at their absolute best. Yeah. That's fieldable. That's what I mean. Oh, it's such a stretch. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, who knows? It could be higher. I mean, they, they are. We, we haven't seen the best of them yet. we probably Correct. got another two or three years. Who knows what their ceiling is? So who knows whether they can be like a Cameron who is, a, you know, more an 85 averaging forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Um, and it's like Hawkins. How many years did we bag Hawkins of going, yeah, all the raps, all the money, but you do nothing? Um, yep. Now he's a dynamo and has been for quite a long time. Um, so from house is Bowles and Fiorini lost causes for the rest of the year. I can't believe Bowes got dropped. I was so surprised by that. And they brought in buddy Rory Atkins as a... Wasn't he injured though? But I... Don't think he was. Uh, I, I need to double check that, but when I saw the team sheets, I'm pretty certain it said omitted. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll try and have a look on the the injury list. So we're looking Gold Coast. So I'll just have a quick look for the listeners. Um, yeah, he's not on the injury list. So the oh, I was thinking of Will Power, of course. Poor guy. Um, okay, the real Oogie Boogie Bush uh, traded in danger two weeks ago. So obviously a few people got cut up this week, and mm. I think I've broken him. Can he repair himself and offer anything in the last four rounds? Can we probably covered it, but any further advice for the real Oogie Boogie Bush? Nope. Yeah, unfortunately, I think so. Um all right, um, so we've got a question here from Ambitious Out Siddler. Um, where does LDU go in next year's draft? Guy has been a revelation this year, particularly in the second half of the season. If these trends continue, eh? So where do you think? 
you just completely butchered that Simpsons line, but that's that's fine. Uh, uh, what, what's the Simpsons line? It's uh, Disco Stew. He's talking about disco trending. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you can you, anyway. can you do it for us for the entertainment yeah. factor? Uh, uh, so, Elder you. <laughs> I'm. I I think he's. Oh, so, so that's a no, Cam. Yeah, just kind of moved on there. Oh, okay. A bit like you oh, just, skateboarding. Just, it, just, just if I ignore it. Yep. I was like, maybe if I just... Yeah, move on. Back, okay, so tell us about LDU. LDU next year, probably third round. Third round. That's early. Yeah, I, it, it is, but, I mean, he's demonstrating that he can put together ton after ton after ton. <laughs> The, you, the question will be if Cunnington comes back and eats some of that, you know. Yeah. Interesting what Cunnington's age is. I think he's around that 33 mark. I could be wrong. Mm. could be younger. But, but I've still got this feeling that the the brand value. So LDU's been a, such a slow burn and a disappointment mm. for a long time that Simkin, that's actually done it for longer, would still mm. likely go ahead. So I reckon a Simpkins around five guy and LDU's around seven guy. I reckon if you're getting a guy who is probably averaging 90 plus at round five, that's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Round seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Got a few boys going big today, as every, all our listeners will know, but Brad Cap. Brad Crouch and Stew are going massive, that's for sure. Massive. Yeah. Massive. Um, uh, Golden Features, uh, so last question for tonight, Cam, what's wrong with Jared Lyons? Uh, role change. That's all it is. Uh, so he's had playing a little bit more forward, uh, which was touted early during the preseason and it was actually him and Neil. Yeah, correct. Uh, And he's probably the only one that suffered from it, but, uh, yeah, I'd suggest he's, I wouldn't see him going back full-time midfield anytime soon. Yeah. So if you're talking about from a keeper perspective, you know, it's probably too late to sell him, but you might get dual position status next year. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Cam, uh, well done. Uh, sort of much more positive when we haven't got the two grumpy yeah, old ones, it was, isn't that? It's remarkable. Yeah. Um, and we were just so so professional and, and really quick through the content. I just feel like that's a... Chalk and cheese, isn't it? Yeah, and we didn't abuse any of the cities, the states, or anything like that. Or, um, oh, actually, we did abuse our long-term listeners. So mm. I hope you enjoyed this broadcast. Uh, if you would like to continue with the A-team, um, <laughs> just make sure you you drop it either in Steve's DMs. Um, feel free to do that any time. Uh, or you can put, when we put it up on Twitter, you can just write a little note and say, this was so much better than the normal shit we usually get. Very good. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.